Hey, hey we welcome here. to New Jump City, everybody, where we recap the week in American and Japanese sequential art. I am your host, Christian, the unbiased king. Oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> you gotta be on your game, boy. Wait, where the? Fuck it's on the is first page. We oh, said is. A plus, bro. This is some <laughs> I, look. Everything, C-. everything <laughs> is. I is. am Christian, the unbiased king. <laughs> Espinal. And Listen. joining me in person, it is the man, the myth, legend. It is Joshua Gangsta Time Cole. It was called partner, but it should be called Gangsta Time. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. What's good, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to our lovely voices. We got a really interesting week in manga. Oh, yeah. And uh, also joining us on the ones and twos, on the P's and Q's, it is Edgelord Big News Brian. No! <laughs> I told you. <laughs> well, you're going to have to forgive him. He's just getting used to the soundboard after listen, being listen. tragically apart from it for months. I... I I was looking at everything as like, oh, everything's in uh, alphabetical order. But Unbiased King is like all the way up in the A's. I'm like, wait, it's not by the U's? What's got, going on here? You got to be ready for these curveballs, Brian. You got to be ready for these curveballs. You're on watch for the rest of the episode, son. Watch these nuts. <laughs> yeah, that. Two times. That was pretty good. All right. Well, we are on our 150th episode, everybody. Thank you guys so oh, much for joining shit. us for that one. Buck uh, fifty. Buck fifty. I Very really excited. Who's who? <laughs> there we go. Uh, All right. <laughs> yeah. Very excited for this episode. Uh, we uh, have an all manga episode this week. Uh, so you know, let's not waste any time. Let's just fucking get into plugs really fast, shall we? Uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinal on Twitter, Instagram. Joshua Cole. Where can they find you? At JD Cole underscore three seven. And um, that's on Instagram. And then at NYChillin with an E-N at the end, not an I-N-G. And that's on Twitter, guys. Ooh, Hit me yeah. up. Brian? You can find me on B.ESP on both Instagram and Twitter. And if you ever want to catch me when I'm streaming, you can find me at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Ooh, yeah. Uh, you can follow the show itself at New Jump City on Twitter and Instagram. Follow us on Twitter especially because we do a really good chapter of the week poll. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, or you can comment on whatever video you're watching, whether it's the full episode or the little highlight breakouts we make for you guys. Let us know your thoughts on this week's chapters. Uh, it, subscribe to us. I always forget to tell you guys to do that, but do that. Very appreciative. Uh, please do that. Like, share. Let's get this community rolling. Uh, and I think that's it. Without further ado, uh, let's get the show started. Uh, Brian, hit the thing. Don't know what time it is. The phone's ringing. It's your boy Ichiro Oda. Ichiro. One Piece. Ooh yeah. This is One Piece chapter one thousand and thirty-six. Bushido is the way of death. Alternate title. You think I'm Joy Boy? <laughs> <laughs> On uh, the spot. Yeah, not bad. Uh, honestly. Um, last we left off, yeah. uh, Zoro was just finishing his battle with King. And it looks like it is done. Uh, we opened this chapter with uh, King getting slashed. His sword's broken. And his wings off. Like, he cut his wings off. Uh, he's fucking done. He's uh, finito. He's done, Zo. Oh, uh, I didn't even realize his sword was broken. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's he's really gone. Yeah, he's completely and utterly finished. This is just some really uh, murderous shit. Yeah, basically. Um, 
It is funny, though. Uh, we get this little flashback of uh, Kaido talking to King back in their youth. Uh, and Kaido lets out some interesting knowledge. He's like, you think I'm joy, boy? And uh, he's basically, you think the world I'm creating is really the one you wish for? Ro, 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 ro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and King's like, King is in a yucky, yes. Yes. Mm, that's exactly what I believe. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what he says. Yeah. Uh, he's basically, he basically vows to never lose a fight. Uh, as long as he's fighting for Kaido, and he's gonna make him king of the pirates, and at that's it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, about that, yeesh. Um, well, that happens, uh, and then Zoro rem- remembers his problem promise. He made the same promise to Luffy back in the day, saying that he'll never lose again. Uh, and uh, I guess only one of them were able to keep their promise. Can we fact check that? Has he lost since that point to yes. Mihawk? No, the Kuma lost fight. No, his promise was that I he'll mean, never lose a fight again from that point onward. No I matter mean, the circumstances? No matter I mean, the he circumstances. Didn't I mean, what counts as losing a fight, really? He lost to Kuma. Has he lost to a swordsman? He didn't specify that, though. He hasn't lost to a swordsman, But to though. be fair, he has not lost to a swordsman yet. He lost to Hody Jones. Hody isn't a swordsman, though. <laughs> that doesn't, <laughs> lame fisherman, though. That doesn't count. He's not a swordsman. He <laughs> said that I will never lose again, not I will never lose to a uh, swordsman no, again. No, you, you missed the part where in parentheses it said to a sword, to a sword boy. To a swordsman. Uh <laughs> No, yeah, in the middle of it, he just, of that dramatic speech, I will never lose again to a sword. <laughs> to a, to sword a sword. sword. What was that? To a sword. Never again. To a sword. To a sword. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, the game's over. Uh, Zoro loads up his hockey swords again, declaring that he's going to become, the, he might as well become the king of hell. Dope. Pretty cool Zoro moment. And then he boosts himself up. <laughs> With it, like he does a double jump with his swords. Fun fact: Enma is also known, like the name means King, King of Hell. Of hell. Yeah. So he's basically just embracing the the sword completely. Yeah. Well, That's crazy. So wait, wait. So the swords? No, there was only one sword that was draining health from him, right? Yeah, it's it a, not all. Of it. Okay, okay. Because I was like, damn, if all three of them shits turned into like soul sucking swords, and the one in his mouth, it's like. <laughs> damn bro yeah <laughs> that's intense i mean he's lucky that it's only the one um but right. you see this little panel where he like streamlines back onto the thing uh while one of the um one of the i guess surveillance drones that <laughs> kaido has uh around the 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 palace of onigashima just watches this happen and uh, the lady announces to one of the CP0 agents that King has been defeated, uh, and the CP0 agent is like, whoa, really? And, um, yeah, he know- he basically lays down where we're at in terms of the battle. Um, all the Toro- Tobiropo and all the lead performers are down, uh, but Big Mom's still here. Uh, we still got the floating island that's about to crash into Wano, but they don't know about Momonosuke because he's like, if Luffy defeats... Kaido, then the island will just crash by default. Yeah, there's also the the blotch of fiery anger oh, yeah. going down to blow <laughs> yeah, up that the thing. island. Yeah, Conjuro's petty fire man. They, it, it has petty a fire name. booger. It has it, a name, doesn't it? It's it does. Yeah, it's called Ichiro's Cage. <laughs> oh, it's <laughs> like unrelenting like rage or something like that. Something Some shit like, like that. Yeah, you know, something petty like Ichiro's that. race. Is that what it is? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it's just the phenomenon that happens, you know, 
towards like in his arcs when it's oh yeah the time again the race against time, time the yeah, time yeah the time uh yeah timer the inevitable the inevitable bomb the bird cage the blah 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 that yes whatever it is the cannon from alabasta who cares um and we cut to said problem as Momonosuke and uh, f- uh, what's this Fuga are running together. Uh, Momonosuke, Momonosuke, derp. derp. Sorry, first derp of the new year, everyone. <laughs> I am very sorry. Um, you know, Fuga and Yamato uh, are running towards the the bomb place, and Yamato uh, orders Fuga to just straight up tackle his friend. Uh, <laughs> These niggas talk like Pokemon. <laughs> did we address this? We addressed no, we how did. funny their sounds are, but I don't think I said that. No. Yo, that's just... All right. Fuga! He made a, you know how I heard... All right. He made a weird sound when he got hit. Rokia. Yeah. I've never... All right, right? I don't have to explain it. No. So um, I was like, let me see if they announce his name, because this is Oda we're talking about, right? And mm-hmm. every character gets a spotlight. Yes. Every character gets deep development, even this number probably. Right. <laughs> so he, he has a backstory for sure, and it's going to be fleshed out later in the series. Anyway, <laughs> his name is Rocky, and I knew it. I knew it. What, look at the sound he makes. Rocky. And his name is Rocky. Rocky. Yeah. They talk like Pokemon. Yes. Um, <laughs> so he, he, he barrels down this door using his friend's body, and Yamato runs through it uh, and commands uh, Fuga to stay behind and keep Rocky down for him. Um, meanwhile... Usopp is just desperately fighting off the hordes of Yamato's men. Uh, Yamato, sorry, Kaido. Ah, my brain is scrambled today. Uh, they're related. <laughs> at least okay. they're related. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> Close enough. Okay, so yeah, Kaido's men are swarming Usopp, who has just gotten to where Kinemon and, and Kiku are. Uh, and both of them are just begging Usopp to take the other away. Oh, man. And uh, man, Usopp is just like, What? What are you talking about? Why Why are you like even concerned with this raid at a time like this? Uh, and he goes, I cling to life with not running down my nose if I have to. I don't care if it looks pathetic. I survive. It's what I do. He said, I'm a bitch and I'm proud. <laughs> <laughs> Basically. Put some respect on it. And, and you know, I think Kinemon and Kiku was thinking about it. I think they were considering that lifestyle. They look a little heartbroken. They're just like, <laughs> Sir Usopp, no pride? <laughs> <laughs> what? Zero Japanese pride? Then again, None at all? Then no again, way. Usopp is also a pirate, so he doesn't really have yeah. like a moral compass. Like, oh, he's no. not supposed to be the pinnacle of moral compasses, you know? Yeah. This is pretty par for the course. Yeah. But this is a there. good moment for Usopp. This no, is it some really sick was. shit. Like, yeah. Shows that being a coward isn't isn't without its merits you know like valuing life over over anything isn't a bad thing you know like well, fighting to live is different from fighting to die what about when you're only fighting for your own life and you <laughs> yeah but leave that, others to die no, Usopp, <laughs> you Usopp doesn't do that though Usopp has never like really abandoned people he's fighting well, his <laughs> his thing is he's fighting to live while the samurais are fighting to die that's the difference right. that he's trying to make. Well, it's in, it is interesting that like although Usopp is saying all this shit, he has not moved from his spot defending these samurai. So true that I you know it is an interesting thing about Usopp. Um, I guess I'll get into my thoughts on Usopp later. Um, but at the moment, uh, Usopp won't have to worry about running away because Izo pulls up. Hard body Izo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that, <some> <laughs> <laughs> that was nice. I yes. Like that. He's learning. He's getting stronger. 
Big boss man Izo. Yeah, he pulls up. Dude, Izo's such a fucking boss. The bro. only samurai who wields two pistols. Remember I when I was like Glam Bam Glamour earlier? That was my Izo yeah. impression. <laughs> that was it? Yeah. Oh, good impression. Now that I see it, I see it. Bow, bow, bow. But, you know, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, yeah, he's like, <laughs> Usopp goes, oh, my God, who's that? Thanks, though. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he knows me? <laughs> yeah. Uh, he so, literally called him God Usopp. Yeah. Uh, That's some fucking fire shit right I there. I know. That was so lit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, Izo, like, rips off his, uh, his, his fucking cloak to reveal his gang symbol in his the gang- back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that video with the dude with the, yeah. with the with the GD? I'm yeah, not throwing yeah. up the rakes, but he had he had the GD. He threw the he, he threw the he threw the rakes up. Had the rake in braids in the back. Of it. Man, we're gonna post a link to that shit or something. Oh yeah, that. look up GD man. I'm pretty sure it'll pop up, guys. Dude, it was immediate. He was he wanted them to know. Uh, he just pulled off his thing and just started shooting them, and um, he. He looks over to Usopp and he says, focus on your survival. If you believe in Straw Hat Luffy, that is. And uh, he commands Usopp to go and take them to safety. And Usopp does it. Yeah, Usopp. Uh, <laughs> meanwhile, God Usopp. God Usopp. Sorry. I you forgot. think he's going to bring him the chopper? Yeah. I mean, I would think so. Uh, yeah. I mean, is there another medic? The goat yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, those are his assistants at this point. Beepo. <laughs> Beepo's not a doctor. Beepo. I thought their whole crew was doctors. I guess I'm wrong. No, it is. Yeah. Kinda, right? no. I, isn't that They're their all point? They're doctors. Wow. The heart pirates. Hmm. The heart pirates are doctors. Oh. I, I mean, at that. first, I just assumed that only, like, you know, him was... That's yeah, why like, Law is the yeah. only real combatant on that team, because the rest oh, of them are kind of actually just doctors. Beppo's a combatant. Beppo kinda. needs to have his one-on-one. Yeah, no, there's no way around it. Come on, no, he he's a polar bear. Yo, somebody from somebody from Law's crew has to show up at at some point because Kid had a killer. They're there. They did a cool thing. No, dude. Yo, Shaden and Penguin have to have a fucking one on one battle with somebody. <laughs> Shaden, Law, Law is there's a smooth t- criminal. He operates on his own. Really, I, hey, he's always operated on his Shaden own. Shaden and, and uh, Penguin are two similar looking henchmen on Law's crew that. Or one of the few named ones. <laughs> uh, Better they, than Kid. Hey. Uh, okay. So, also, on the third floor, uh, both Rizo and this other guy, I forget his name. I, I know it's really long. Uh, they're, they're doing paralysis jutsu on each other in the middle of engulfing flames. So His head looked like a Q-tip. <laughs> yeah. He's, they're basically just like waiting for the other one to burn. And <laughs> this nigga look like tonic. I got you. Yeah, <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, okay, so yeah, they're ba- Rizo, it, the flames hit Rizo first. So, you know, it's not looking good for Rizo. But he's like, do as you wish. Unfortunately for you, the flames have reached you first. My paralysis will fade as soon as you're dead. And Rizo's like, whatever. This feels great. You call this heat? I don't feel a thing. <laughs> it's not bad. I'll put a some, thumbnail on it for you guys. <laughs> some strong Odin vibes from Rizo right now. Oh, yeah. I, he was born to boil. Born to boil. That's he his. sure was. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. You know, I, I at first I was like, uh, you know, I, maybe they're just being silly about the fire. But he really did endure. I mean, he wasn't in that oil cooking, but it was still mad hot outside of it. So I, I'm going to give him the win on the on, on the heat uh, invulnerability versus, you know, tonic. Can I can I throw Sir out a, a random theory? Yeah, of my ahead. own might be out there. I think Raizo is a Kurozumi. What what's that? The this guy's family. 
Oh. The, the Shogun's family. I think he's one of them. What's the significance? The head. <laughs> Something about it. Like the way his body is shaped, it's a lot like Orochi's. Yeah, they both have brick head. They're both built the same. You know, yeah. short brick head. Yeah. Something tells me. And you know what? The thing, th- this guy has a particular beef against them. And it's interesting how Jack was looking specifically for Rizo when he attacked Zo. He wasn't, he was, if he just wanted to kill Rizo, I don't know. I feel like he went out looking for Rizo for some reason. Wasn't Rizo in Kaido's I, prison though? No. Uh, Rizo was uh, on Zo. Who was the one that was in Kaido's uh, prison? Kawamatsu. Oh, Kawamatsu. I think they were looking for samurai in general and knew Maybe. and had word that hey. Rizo happened to. I that's feel very you, true. I, I'm, I'm just, you know, that's the whole of my theory. But yeah, yeah, I, that's my that's my toss Where into the, the hat. Where the fuck is Kawamatsu right now? He's in the battlefield. I haven't. I want him to have a cool moment because oh, I like his he's, design. He's, yeah, he's but scrapping. He's fighting somebody. Him. Like everybody's had. I think more he's hurt right moment. now. He had that fight against. Uh, no, he fought against. Um, he fought against Kaido. That's. Yeah, he was Kawamatsu. He, I remember seeing, he was up there with them fighting with Kaido. Remember? Oh no, but they got into more fights after the fact. Yeah, I remember I seeing they got smoked. I remember seeing Kawamatsu and just like a random shot of him fighting like henchmen. Yeah, so he's out there. Um, he, we speak. Speaking of the devil, we we cut back to the treasure uh, repository where uh, Orochi is chilling with uh, Komurasaki with uh, Hiori, and I don't know why. Uh, I'm wondering it's beca- if it's because like she's trying to draw Zoro over to him because Enma can hear the fucking the the instrument she's playing. I don't know. I don't know what the significance of her keeping him there is. Mm, that's something we should put more thought into, but maybe not this episode. I think it's a game of keep away. Like Rizo's <laughs> keeping fucking forehead motherfucker away. And she's keeping Orochi away. Like, there's something that would happen if those two meet up again. Yeah. Something will happen. So that's, I think that's why they're kind of separating them for now. Maybe. Because there, there is a significance. There's a reason why Odin is showing them both within the same, like, like right after each other. You know, like, they're, they're in, they have some, like, um, there's something that's going on. Like, if they, those two meet together, Something will happen on Wano, so that's why they're kind of keeping them separate. I agree with that. I, you know, I think there's definitely like a play going on here. But uh, he believed that she died, but she didn't really die because that's Hiyori. Yeah, because um, that guy Komurasaki, Komur, yeah, she died. No, she's the think. Komurasuk. Yeah, I know, and she, he, but that's how he called. That her. was Denjiro who did it. Denjiro supposedly killed her, but like didn't. didn't yeah. Um, but anyway. We cut back to the second basement floor where uh, Apu is running away with one of the numbers named Inbi. And he's like, Ebi, Bi, 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 Bi. As he's running. Ebi, Bi, 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 Bi. talk while they run? What's going yo? Yeah, he's running away because the CP0 guys turned out to be tougher than they look. Who would have guessed? Yeah, Zanki, the other number that Yamato is familiar with, is down for the count, as is Diaz Drake. He's donezo. How many times has he gotten his ass beat in this Man. one fucking arc? That's that. That's that ancient Zoan durability, bro. They just keep getting back up. <laughs> I mean, not this time. <laughs> not this time. He's, He's gonna get. I have a strong feeling. Yeah. That yeah. all these motherfucking beast pirates are gonna get back up. I have a strong feeling that they're gonna get the fuck back. You up. You mean like the king and queen too? Yeah. Everybody. The f- the the Toby Ropo. All of them are gonna get back up. 
I have a strong feeling yeah. because these are emperors. Think about it. Think about it. The fucking they they've mentioned before that these ancient awakened Zoans they will they cannot be put down. They're gonna get back up. Like they always get back up. Like in Impel Down, the those fucking the Minotaur shit. Mm. They got fucked up, and they they just they made it a point to say that they get back up. Yeah. So I have a strong feeling that these motherfuckers aren't done yet. That's very true. Um, who, 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 who? All right. Prior to Wano, who are other ancient zones we knew? Marco, right? Mar- Marco's a mythical zone because he's a phoenix. But the oh. distinction is, is that they're awakened, awakened zones. Awakened zones are the ones that get back up, like instantaneously. Yeah. I mean, I think at least King will be back. I never heard of that. I don't remember. I mean, it, I don't remember down. that. It's an impel down, like to where they mentioned oh. that. Okay. It was a really long time ago. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Diaz Drake is down. Um, the uh, they're going to be chasing after uh, Nico Robin now, apparently, uh, and they're just getting word the lead performers are down. And if the new generation should actually win this battle, it would be massive news and impact the fa- uh, the impact will fan the flames of the incidents occurring all around the world. So. You know, don't fuck this up. What fans else is going on? <laughs> there's going a lot on. of shit going on. I mean, it's typical Barely. One Piece where, there's, like, wherever there's an arc, the world is moving outside. Yeah, of like, yeah. There's yeah. the raids on the on the warlords. Of course, there's yeah. everything going on in raids um, on the warlords. Remember, yeah. in one of the like uh, interludes, uh, uh-huh. all the warlords were being surrounded by the navy. Yeah, Kobe. Wasn't that Kobe versus your... Boa? Wasn't what? Yeah, you didn't know that. Yeah. Kobe, Kobe's out to capture Boa. Uh, they're hunting down Mihawk. They're hunting down Buggy. <laughs> emperor, isn't he? I thought he was an emperor. No, no he's, he's a warlord. <laughs> um, and there's also everything going down at the what's it called again? Um, the Reverie's with, done by now, but a lot yeah, of shit sure. shit went down in the Reverie that we'll learn about. Mary Joa, yeah, everything mm-hmm. going down in Mary Joa. That's what it's called. Yeah. The Red Gate. Oh, the Red Wall. The red line. God damn it. <laughs> Get it together, man. I think red wall is also another yeah, thing probably, they called yeah. it. They've called it that before. We know what you mean. Um, but yeah, this chapter closes out with uh, going back to Luffy and Kaido for the first time in a while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> damn it. I, I, I That drop caught me off guard. But I, I love it so much. Uh yeah, Luffy and Kaido are going fucking at it, bro. Uh, exchanging blows Dude, left and right. How, Very Dragon Ball. How long has it been since we've seen Luffy? Not it's been that a, long. Maybe like ten chapters. Yeah, but I fucking every Damn, time. Really? It only feels that way because Oda takes like one week off a month. So every time we take a long break from Luffy, I actually miss him. Yeah, he's such a fun character. Yeah, he he fucking rocks the shit out of Kaido <laughs> with uh the rock gun. And he's actually hurting Kaido now that he's like getting the hang of uh of the Ryu hockey. Yeah, he's uh, not just knocking him back. Yeah. Um but yeah, they're both like, you know, having fun. Kaido lets out a roar, 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 roar. uh and Luffy lets out that he's having fun now. And so is Kaido. <laughs> uh and that's where the chapter ends. Baller shit. I th- uh, I think they're really starting to hammer in the mirror. Like they're like they're actually just mirrored personas. Like they're the same kind of the same person. I wonder. Which is why he thought that that Kaido was Joy Boy. And it's like, no, it ain't me. I, I like to laugh, but I'm I'm a dragon. 
Yeah. And kind of an asshole. <laughs> no, there are definitely uh, parallels being drawn between Luffy and Kaido, especially, you know, and how they got their most trusted crewmates within King and Zoro. Uh, it, it's all so, like, really cool. We, we, we can only make these kind of guesses because we know very little about what Kaido is, where he comes from. So uh, I'm sure more parallels will be drawn from there. Um, but this was a pretty sick chapter. Obviously, a lot to unpack. Um, I guess I don't know. I've I don't know how the reaction to Usopp has really been Usopp's thing. But I've heard like a couple of things about how Usopp is like taking a step backward lately in terms of his writing. And I mean, I don't know. I have like some kind of trust in Oda, where I do get that like he he's laying it on a little thick that Usopp is very much like a an aggressive coward an uh, aggressive <laughs> coward wow but um i don't know it, it is it is it's, it's something we touched on earlier but like the draw of usopp is that even though he is like a very big coward he's he the thing that makes him a compelling character is that he just kind of sticks around so like regardless of him being afraid so this just isn't his arc like, yeah, it's not his arc. Albath is going to be his arc. Yeah, and he's going to have multiple one v ones, and he's going to end up be climbing up the ranks. I to think the number two spot. I think Albath is going to be the Shanks arc too. I, I think, think it's so going to be Shanks too. But why? Because oh, I, I just mean, because or is the there... hint is that Oda is hinting that sh- whatever comes after Wano will probably be very Shanks centric. And also, Shanks's ship is kind of Nordic inspired. Yeah. A little bit. You're actually right. It has like the ma- dragon masthead. So that could be his turf, his territory. Then that's why Big Mom can't really fuck with giants. Because remember, like that she has beef with giants. No, she wants a giant on her crew, but she can't get it. Big Mom's whole thing one. is that she's like, it's uh, kind of like forced inclusion. Like she wants. Yes. Uh, it's like her big book of just like every species. Yeah, yeah. That she yeah, has. Yeah. She wants a giant, but she could never get it. Uh, for one reason or another, and reasons right. unknown. I think I think the reason why is because that's Shanks's turf, and she can't really just that be is a really waddling in there theory. and getting a fucking giant recruit. without it being some type of major beef. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, that's fair. Um, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I I'm trying not to panic about like the whole Usopp thing. I I feel like uh, it may be a little too blunt the way it's being executed with Usopp, but I. Oda has more than enough credit with me to just kind of like, just wait and see. I mean, he loves Usopp, obviously, as a character. Right. Like, Usopp is probably one of his favorites to write. So I don't think he's like being haphazard about his development in any way. I I just got, I've been rereading One Piece, and I just got done with Thriller Bark, and Usopp has had some incredible character writing, especially in the CP9 arc. Um, so, like, him having, like, you know, these moments where it's not, like, it doesn't always seem like he's moving forward, that's, there's nothing wrong with that at the moment, just because there's so much shit going on, you know what I mean? There's already so yeah, many people that sure. need development. Like, Zoro really needed some real development. Sanji is still in the middle of his, like, real development. He's on the tail um, end, but... Like, yeah, 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 it's fine. We're, yeah. Like, a lot of these characters, like, there's still a lot of people who need more attention than Usopp at this moment. Like, Usopp has had a lot of attention already, and I think his moment is going to come soon. But for now, I think I'm fine with Usopp, you know, just being himself at the moment. Like, just him, 
you know, being the coward, being the smart guy, being the 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 um the eye in the sky for the team at the moment. Mm-hmm. He doesn't really need to be doing all that much this arc. Yeah. Like it's about other people more than Usopp. Yeah. My quick thought on that, just real um I I I I'm I'm confident because one it's 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 Oda and you know Usopp was one of the original characters, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like the original four, right? Um and then he's had major moments with Luffy and stuff. So, um, like I said, I think the fact that we keep getting a lot of the same stuff out of Usopp to me is encouraging because it's almost like he's like lulling us into sleep. Like he's kind of like, you know, like drawing attention away from the fact just so he can like really focus on it at another time. But while still giving him attention, I mean, that showed maturity in what he was talking about. See, here's the thing. Usopp was like, I said it would be quick, but just how I look at it, like... Usopp was a coward before, but would front about it. I mean, he wouldn't be shy about being a coward when shit hit the fan, but he would also pump figure like he wasn't. When we first seen him after the time skip, he was talking to Nami saying, I'm not that coward no more. Now, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I believed him. I thought Oda was really trying to make something of that, even though he they made a joke and he got scared of something like immediately after. I did really think he was... a gonna take that step and that didn't happen per se maybe on a combat level where he's super confident in himself but i do see the maturity and growth in the decisions he makes and how he talks like post time skip i feel like he knows how to measure himself better now like he knows where he where his strengths lie uh, yeah 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 i mean i'll i guess i'll close it out because i do sure. want to respond to that i think what brian said about uh how the samurai are like very prideful and like trying to like die for a cause as opposed to Usopp who's fighting to live. I think there is something to that for sure. Um, Cause I think what Usopp said is that, like, doesn't conf- like, doesn't match with what he's actually doing. He's still like, as he's saying all this shit about how he doesn't care, he'll just run away. He's, he's, he's not ready to die. <laughs> he'll like do whatever it takes to avoid it. He's still standing there, you know, like, and I think it's more, it's less than him just like yelling about how scared he is and more trying to convince the samurai to leave together as opposed to like leaving apart. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like as opposed to one sacrificing themselves for the other. Um, and I think that's really deep. And I think like the biggest turning point in terms of Usopp's development was way back in Arlong Park when when he started fighting the fishman for the first time, he ran away immediately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like tried to make these excuses after he got punched in the face super hard. He's like, like dirtying himself so he can like make up a story to Nami about how like he gave it his all and you know he he just couldn't take it. He couldn't do it. Wow. But you know, and he felt really shameful for that. Um, and that's a very stark difference to his granular development where he's still scared. But in a way, that makes him the bravest person because he's still there. He's among these monsters, and he doesn't actually cut and run. Yeah. Uh, he will strategically retreat, <laughs> but that's about Tactical it. Tactical retreat? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's all I got to say about the uh, Usopp situation and this chapter. Are you boys ready to move onward? Yes, sir. Then let's go. My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah. This is My Hero Academia, chapter 339, the story of how we all became heroes, part two. 
Um, this is a short chapter. This is like 15 pages. I did not realize that. Yeah. But n- yeah, this is another one of those situations where it makes, in, in, right after you say that, it makes sense. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it was short. <laughs> yeah. Um, last we left off, uh, Aoyama was being taken away into custody, and the heroes were uh, resolving to go out and, um, and I guess, you know, mitigate some of the damage that, like, the villains are uh, unleashing upon Japan uh, and take the fight to one for all. Um, and But the first things first, they got to get their suits fixed. Uh, so, you know, they go to Hatsume, the, uh, the support... Uh, student uh, and uh, yeah they basically ask her like hey uh, could you help us and she's like no I cannot because I do not have the necessary specifications to your costumes or whatnot mm-hmm. so you know on top of that the supply the support core is actually very busy uh, working on the UA barrier among other things um, so yeah she basically turns them down real fast but she goes to her desks and just starts like tinkering with her left hand while also like looking over her plans for uh fucking flying evacuation shelters with her right hand, which is pretty cool. Um I always like Hatsume. Um but I'll get into that a little bit more. Yeah, we will. Um so yeah, as she's like freaking out about her new inventions, um ha- uh Deku is like starting to remark is like, Whoa, she doesn't really know what the fuck happened out there and huh. um She's like, actually, I do. I know. I'm aware that shit's really bad out there, but, you know, we're not fighters. The best thing we can do is to invent as many things as possible and um, and be problem solvers in our own way. Because inventing stuff is how the heroes support, uh, how the support course does heroics. Yeah, a cute picture of her. Yeah. That's nice. <laughs> not better than the first one. Yeah. Um, you know what's crazy? When I first was reading this, I didn't realize how much of a babe Hatsume was. <laughs> and now what everything. a babe. Yeah. What a tubular babe. Tubular. <laughs> inventive babe. Inventive bay. Um she then tosses uh Midoriya just some like uh patched together things uh of her, of his gloves that she just basically fixed with one hand. So, you know, it's not going to be like full strength, but it, it'll do for now. Uh, I like that uh, Deku keeps his face caved in. Little drawing. Uh, Ida gets all of his armor shoved into his face. Oh, wow. Caves in his ga- glasses into his face. Uh, very funny illustration. Very vintage My Hero, I guess, in terms of just, uh, yeah. just a little humor style. Um, so, yeah, they gather around with the others. Uh, Class 1A meets up with Mount Lady. Uh, and I think... That's it. I think she, they're just going with her for now. Uh, the, the, she's the only teacher I see. Um, and basically, their first thing is uh, to go in and like do some shit. I guess they're gonna. Yeah. Did Did they clarify what what they're doing right now? Are they're they, going like, to go practicing, or they're about to go? They're going to fight some now? villains. They're going to take down some of the Liberation Front as well as the League of Villains. So they're uh, not I, going directly after Shigaraki right now. Right. But I thought. All right. I thought they was planning about what they're about to do. Not like, hey, we're about to go do these things now. Today, we're going to start. Yeah. There's no, I guess there's no problem with that. I, I guess they're say. doing some like low voltage type shit. They're not like yeah. doing the big things. They're just like whittling down numbers until it's actually time to act. Because 
Uh, Mountain Lady says that her their best case scenario is still finding and mopping up the Liberation Front and the League of Villains as soon as possible. So, you know, they're I guess they're going to stay close to the shelter and basically do what they can to mitigate any damage that villains might be doing on the outside at the moment. Mm. And they're going to do it together as a supporting cast. <laughs> so hopefully sure. we get some spotlight. Uh, so they're about to go off. Oh, we- Bakugo had me crying. All right. So I read when I was reading this shit. At first, I read Whammy as like whack. I, all right, because I, I, I kind of just like went ahead. I said, assuming he ain't. Because after what we said, I was like, oh, you know, yeah. Like he's what he's trying to imply is that he don't, you know, assuming he's not, he doesn't get smoked by an awful one. But the nigga says Whammy. I thought he said whacked by all. I thought, yo, I thought he was really like, so he don't get whacked out. I've been watching too much. Um, What's the show? Harlem uh, Gangster. That's a show. Forrest Whitaker. Oh. What they talk about? Harlem Godfather. Godfather. God, I keep fucking the name up. <laughs> yeah, Harlem <laughs> Godfather. He's like, you're going to have to whack him. <laughs> I was like, yo, niggas used to talk like that. <laughs> oh, Get man. you whacked. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, in the Kansai region, we uh, we actually see Nejere for the first time since the paranormal. Oh, time war. skip. Half hair. Kind of time skip. Like maybe a couple months. Yeah, her hair shorter. Uh, she seems to have done something, but I mean, you know, she, she doesn't blasted get blasted one of these. Yeah, yeah, she really doesn't get as much spotlight as the other two of the big three that were introduced. Uh, but hopefully that changes soon. Um, they're out there saving people. And Mirio whatnot. isn't there, right? Mirio is not there. Why? Why is he not there? He's probably doing something else. Why is he never with them? He's never with those the other two. He's always off doing some other shit. He's probably he was with Sun Eater during the um the attack on. Uh, overhauls thing, right? And Barely. said, "I'm gonna go ahead and overhaul." Beat literally, that nigga. he literally sped run. He did an any percent speed run to fucking overhaul. Hey, I mean, you know, <laughs> you gotta have your Luffy to your Zoro, and Glitched. he had his Zoro stay behind and handle the the thugs. Yeah, I don't know. Handle the thugs. I'm going for the boss. Yeah, for real. Let's see you on the other side. Yeah. Um. So they're going to take them to Shiketsu High, which is the Air Guys school, if you remember him. Um, I forget his name. That guy's fire. It's been a long time. What is it, Tempest or some shit? Tempest mm. is his hero name. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. he's. So they're. I guess they're worried about like fewer people, meaning less intel. So like I guess the more people they save, the less eyes on the street they really have. Uh, because they'll be shipping everybody off into... Um, into shelters. That's the way I looked at it, I guess. I, I guess. That makes sense. Yeah. I mean, you know, what are you going to do? Um, But, yeah. Fat Gum says that at this point, uh, gone are the days of sneak attacks and raids. Now we're just going to be straight fighting in the streets, uh, which is, I guess, preferable because we've had a lot of raids. And they don't even they don't re- nobody really has an upper hand in this fight right now. Yeah. It's all le- leveled playing field until Shigaraki comes back. Yeah. Um and this chapter ends with uh All Might sa- talking about their plan B. Uh and they're about to reveal the key info about the other battle that could decide it all. And that's where this chapter ends. Um I'm thinking who could possibly be who could that possibly be i feel like battle could be like an in 
like euphemism for something yeah purposely a perp yeah it's like a metaphorical battle i think it has something to do with shirakumo with who shirakumo with um the nomu that's uh this guy's friend that uh was friend oh because they need they need a like aoyama is their plan a i think like when it comes to like getting an inside view of what's going on i think plan b is shirakumo to unlock that so that they can have like literally a plethora if they could crack shirakumo you know how much information they can get on the operation from the inside they could get so much because Shirakuma was literally in the center of everything. Yeah. Like when they were planning shit. Yeah. Uh, and he was speci- he was hand chosen by All for One. Mm-hmm. So there's no shot that he doesn't know anything. Yeah. Remember when he put his tentacles in him and made him activate his ability? Wasn't that fucking crazy? It looked yeah. so painful. Like what he was. Yeah, that was good activation. Art. Yeah, yeah. Like it looks like it's not a, a, a nice thing that happens to you. No, definitely not. Um, like even if your quirk never actually really hurts you or damages you, it, it will when he does it. <laughs> Just because <laughs> he's a jerk. <laughs> and if it's an actual battle, then I don't know who could possibly. Like I'm pretty sure Mirio would have to be involved just because we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. Um. There. Like I'm trying to think of who else we haven't seen, and like we don't yeah. know where Aizawa is at the moment. Aizawa's in the hospital. Is he? Yeah, he's still healing. I'm sure he'll be on the scene eventually. Right? Yeah, they showed him uh, last chapter. He was like talking to Aoyama. Talking yeah, about... he was like on video, but th- yeah, is it hospital. confirmed that he's in a hospital? Yeah, he was videoing in from the hospital. Okay. He I got thought, fucked up. I thought he was like in a separate <laughs> location going somewhere Yeah, 12 else. different forms of fucked up, Yeah, dude. he's still <laughs> fucked up from that battle that happened only a few months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. He's, uh, for all intents and purposes, a regular person. I'm not mad about his <laughs> healing rate. I'm mad about why is... That only a few months ago. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, by the way, RGC. Oh, is this your RGC? Yeah. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Certified RGC. Well, of course, it is, Brian. I don't know, man. This felt like a <laughs> no. classic My Hero chapter. It, it was, was fun. So oh, fun. yeah, it sure did, Brian. It was. It sure You're going to tell me it wasn't classic My Hero? Yes, I'm telling you it is. Exactly. But you see what you mean by that, what I mean by that is two completely different things, apparently. What do you to mean? To me, What's what classic problem? My Hero Academia is at this point in my life and reading career is talk, 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 skip to the next thing. <laughs> that's and that's exactly what was going on. Lots of showing, showing, showing. I mean, I'm it was the, a all nice this humorous chapter. It was nice. It was- I don't care about that, bro. What the because mean? he's burnt those. I need to see something go down. I need to see some fights. I need to see some. I'm 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 over. I don't want to see the slice of life take a breath of air between I, each thing because everything else has been sped through and lackluster anyway. I want them to get to the good shit. Remember before when I was po- trying to be positive about the whole, oh, I, Aoyama being this, the traitor, maybe there's so much more to that. I'm very, I've lost a lot of confidence in, 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 in the potential for all of that, but I'm still trying to think, you know what? The battles are going to be fucking crazy. He's telling us he keep he's literally taken like three chapters already to say the same shit, which is no more sneaky deaky. We're going to it's all battle now. We're going to oh, it's going to be crazy. You're just straight up. This is the final event. Well, let's get the climax popping. 
I don't know. I feel like I'm we're, tired of the bullshit. I feel like we're looking over some important details. No, though. I'm looking over it. Yeah, you're you, not. <laughs> you're like, appreciating every page, and I'm very envious of you. Like, not like, me, nigga. They, it's very <laughs> clear. Like, this is the second time they brought up the modules. Like the, and I feel like that's gonna. They're setting up another set piece, like action thing that's gonna be happening in UA. Because there's no reason why he would introduce this module shit for the civilians or whatever. Right, like right. The, the Without it being a, a major... Without it coming in, in handy like later on. I and think we talked about this already. Sorry to cut you off, but yeah. just, just to kind of touch base, I feel like we did talk about this. And like one of the predictions... I want to say I had, but I think maybe we all kind of thought about this, was that it's going to facilitate a lot of like group slash... One-on-one scenarios. I'm I'm over with thinking that every it's twenty, just 2022 now. I, I don't just expect people to get traditional one-on-ones anymore. It is what it is. It's fine. I'll live my life and still read comics. With that said, it's it, it can. I think it's going to introduce a lot of really cool situations where people are kind of trapped in a certain area where they you know they either have to defend people or it's just an all-out brawl or maybe they're in a really fucked up situation where they got to help others and do it there's a lot of cool stuff that could come from that and yo what about people's losing getting beat up oh we're gonna send the reinforcements via, via the rooms i already know that's gonna happen would, i called it it would be I like it. it would be like a throwback kind of a throwback I called uh, arc where like you know the characters got split up and put into different you like, already yatu sabe that's what y'all say right <laughs> yatu sabe i know that's what i say mm-hmm. that's um, not that's what i personally say i but the thing that i really liked about this chapter was um like the humor it's been a while since we've had like a like a cute little funny chapter you know like where we get to like and i guess that's what we really needed from a support character like people who aren't like so serious or so fucking like caught up in their own heads like when deku walks when he first walked into that room you see like he's mad serious right like he comes in he's mad serious he's like i need this shit i need this shit you don't even know what the fuck is going on and shit and by the end of the chapter, you can see that shit slowly thawing out. Because it, it, like, it put things into a broader perspective. Like, when you're a hero and you're out on the fucking streets, the world almost seems smaller than it is. But yeah. with these support heroes, their whole world is inside of this fucking room. Like they are here. circumstances. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. literally sitting in here grinding their fucking asses off, focused on only what they need to do to get shit set up. Mm. And it kind of shows that and they're also not even like that serious either. They're not even like coming in, they're not even like fucking hard focused. They're they you can see they're still smiling, they're still having a good time, they're still like, you know, they it's like nothing ever happened to them. And that is like really fucking cool. I like to have people like this in your in on your side. People who are basically like unshaken by the world. That they're they're always there to put their head down and get shit done. And that's what I feel like that's what Deku learned from them, kind of. Uh, from this, this interaction. Yeah, from this inter because yeah. you can literally see it on Deku's face that he's like trying to be stay serious and shit the whole time. But you literally can't because these guys if these guys can't afford to still be happy while doing their shit 
then he can too. With all the stress of the world on his shoulders, exactly. where they may not be fine. But yeah, yeah. And you know what? I also want to kind of go back and I went ham, but like I do want to say I do slightly agree with you that this, this to me really was kind of like a classic My Hero Academia chapter. I'm a little over it, but like I'll, I'll just explain a little bit. You know, I the way he they go about talking about the things that you wouldn't, I guess, quote unquote, normally think about. And not in real life, because we do think about these things unless you're a fucking child, in my opinion. But, like, usually in manga and comics, they don't focus on supporting cast and make a point to say that, hey, what these guys do really does matter. But, you see, it is the classic thing that he does. He did that a lot early in the series, and it was really cool because it was different. But, you know, now when he does it, it's just more of the lip service. It's just more exposition, exposition, like... Does that really matter? What happened in this chapter, bro? Here's what I'll say. They got the same equipment they've been had already. That's all that happened, and we got to see Hatsume. Here's what I'll say. Like, I'll Am I say, bugging? I'll say there's what a, else happened. Brian finishes. Oh, point there's there's a notable it. noticeable difference between this chapter and the last three chapters. Is what I will say, and what I what I'm willing to put out there is that. I feel like Horikoshi lost sight of what made the series unique in an aspect when it comes to his character writing. Because, like, when I first this threw this I chapter, agree with that, this actually. chapter threw me way back to like season one when I read it. I'm like, wow, this feels like a completely different series when I read this chapter. Like, you're right that this chapter is basically saying the same thing that the last three chapters did, but the way that this one said it is almost like it's actually my hero academia in a sense i feel like he's so caught up in like the the overarching like everything that he kind of forgot what made the series so fun and so lighthearted, and that's why i feel like this chapter was kind of like a return to that and i really enjoyed it like maybe this chapter didn't accomplish much maybe this chapter didn't um like really change anything about the series so far but it did, you know, revive some like old gold, old but gold things that Horikoshi used to write when his with his characters. Yeah, um, man, I, I, I always find myself in the middle of you two <laughs> because I, 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 that's the where I very much. Mo- <laughs> I mean, always. I am your unbiased king. <laughs> uh, no, the but crown on your head. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely see where both of you are coming from. Uh. It is it is difficult with Horikoshi because he he does have a tendency of repeating information and not only that he's very much a, a tell don't show type of guy so he'll just reiterate the goals and uh, the objectives to reach those goals over and over again which is annoying uh, and you know I, like I it, it is weird it, it for as much as we get on My Hero Academia for what seems like a very fast pace. In this particular thing where he's setting up goals and objectives, uh, which is basically, you know, like a skeletal uh, mechanic in storytelling is, you know, the quest, you have the the, uh, obstacle to get through, so on and so forth. Uh, You see it in a lot of D&Ds. In order to do this, you got to do this. In order to do that, you got to do this. Mm -hmm. And that's what reading My Hero Academia feels like for the last couple uh, weeks is just like a DM's checklist. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, kind of. It is. It is rough, you know. And um, 
what I did appreciate, though, is I get what Brian's saying also about how what Hatsume brings and reuniting with Hatsume in the same way that he did way back in the day when he had to get his initial costume upgrade. It is just kind of like snapping Deku more out of that like dark Deku face he was going through and, and reacquainting himself with the fact that he's not alone anymore and he is not the only person who has to fight this battle. So I that's the purpose that this serves. It's more, I guess, character interaction between Hatsume and just like trying to get Deku back to a solid foundation of optimism. Uh so, you know, I, I see I see the pluses and the minuses of what both of you guys are saying. It's just it's hard to really criticize because like my hero academia is technically not doing anything technically wrong, technically. No, they're not. <laughs> we just we just but it is just, yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know, it's it's slogging along, but it's also so fast. I think this, this, and I swear, this is the last thing I'm going to say, and y'all can respond as y'all please, but um, I found the page that I find, as I was reading, I rolled my eyes and was like, so I'll read it to you. Of course, I'm aware of the nasty predicament you heroes are facing out there. We may not be fighters, but just like how you guys are trying every trick in the book to protect many as many people as possible, tackling it in our own way, inventing stuff, is how the support course does heroics. Do you know what my problem... All right, so this is... All right. Yeah, this was it. We got stuff like this early in this series where he, again, makes the emphasis to shout out shit that we wouldn't normally think about. But that's all he does with it. He doesn't give them any extra spotlight. He didn't even make them have cool fucking uniforms or nothing. I guess maybe in the fights they'll be like, "Oh yeah, there, there was this thing she did," and it's like, "All right, I guess I'll, it'll, I'll, I'll, I'll eat crow when that happens." All right, but like, man, there's been so many times when that's all we've gotten out of certain characters is just, "Hey, these guys are important and they mean something and they do cool stuff." All right, and then that's it. Yeah. Just I mean, you know, it's, it. it's thinking about how this is where. It, again, like big problem, tell don't show, is what Horikoshi's doing. Where we have Zoro and Luffy who are upgrading as they go, learning as they go. We see it happen physically because that's important because manga is a visual medium more than anything else. So I feel like the best way to, I guess, do this would be like, I don't know, maybe it's an art thing. Maybe have Hatsume instead of just like kind of explaining this stuff. We see what she's working on as opposed to like the little panels of just the blueprints of the thing. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't claim to have all the answers. This is what I this is what I think. I think this shows like a clear shift in hero society already. Um, not to say that this is like a good the like not to say that Horikoshi's doing this in a good way. But what I think his intention is, is that um, it's not. Like, the support used to be about the heroes in the past, right? But now, it's about the civilians. So, it's it's like a clear shift, and heroes are getting no freebies anymore. Like, right. they're yeah. not getting, like, the support they used to get all the time. Because right now, these guys, they're overloaded right now. They're already dealing with a lot of shit. They, like, they can't afford to waste any time just to give somebody a fucking good makeup. Even though I would, I'm a little disappointed that they didn't get like a new suit or some shit. 
or new actually new items but it just makes sense that like something's got to give with all these sacrifices that the heroes are making you know like something's got to give and support like getting support items getting new um new and improved shit like these support guys they don't have the time to be doing that shit anymore that's a good point i'll, yeah, I'll that give you that really point, point for sure uh i think the point of deku and ida not walking away with much is that it's uh it, it's supposed it, we're supposed to be like yo it's crazy that she accomplished even as much as she did while also building a whole infrastructure for an escape room. Right, which so. is like, I mean, that's cool, but she's also a fictional character. <laughs> I mean, you can it's it's hard to play that card. It because, is hard. No, I'm, because I mean, when you do that, it's realistic. How many barriers. other scrutinies are you going to you got to do it with everything? No, but I'm saying if the point It's rough, man, but I get I get I'm, what I'm let it go. Let yeah, it go. I'm I, we're getting a little lost in the weeds here. Um <laughs> well said. But I will say that, like, I, I didn't hate this chapter at all. I didn't um, hate it either. I, I thought it was fine. It, it is. It just uh, annoyed me. Yeah, <laughs> I guess. I didn't hate it at all. I, I feel like we come off as My Hero Academia haters a lot. We don't. <laughs> I'll own it. That's mostly me. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's fair. You can direct I, your hate towards I Josh promise Cole. that even Josh is not hate My Hero Academia as much as he probably thinks he does. I feel like there's a deep core in both of us that we both very much love this series, but it is not in its best state, in our opinion, at the moment. In two thirds of our opinion, yeah, <laughs> in two thirds of our. Even opinion. I wouldn't say, even I wouldn't say my hero's in its best spot. Yeah, but fair enough. I'm willing. I'm willing to, you know, I'm willing to to put things aside and just enjoy things sometimes. And this was a good chapter to like. Put the negatives aside and just enjoy. Yeah, he has two weeks though. He has two weeks to figure shit out before the series ends. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, oh, it's, it's on break next week. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, oh, I suppose we should move onward. Uh, thanks for listening to our spiel. Let's move on. <laughs> Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. This is Jujutsu Kaisen chapter 170, Tokyo number one colony part 10. Um, last we left off, uh, Megumi was getting it in against uh, Reggie. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Hakaba ran off to fight uh, Explodey Teeth Man. Um, so that's fun. But we this, bat- this uh, chapter is mostly centric on the battle between Megumi and Reggie Star. Um, the chapter opens up with Megami summoning his giant cool ass elephant that I'm a, uh, I like elephants a lot, so it's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, it is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Max Elephant, which is very cool. Sure. Very Max. Um, it shoots water out. And I bet you that's its name in Japanese too. Maxu Elephant. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> wow, we ate shit. <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, guys. No, it's okay. Yeah. Anyway, well, yeah, you know, yeah, <laughs> maximum shoot, elephant, maximum Maximilian elephant <laughs> shoots, uh, shoots his water at it, distracting Reggie, uh, and that's when Megumi jumps off of a roof and tries to catch him, uh, real shysty with the rabbits and his giant knife, but um, Reggie pulls off one of his receipts, tosses it, and it turns into a giant net. Um, Megumi dodges that, uh, and we learn the name of uh, his cursed technique. It's called contractual recreation. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. I didn't. 
It wasn't awesome, but it wasn't lame. I don't know. Was, <laughs> I like the kinda, name. It was cool. Yeah, it was. That's cool. I, I like the name. Uh, he turns a couple of receipts into kitchen knives and flings them telekinetically over to Megumi. Um, and I called it. Uh, turns out Megumi can uh, not Megumi. Uh, Reggie can uh, manifest whatever is printed on the receipts. Mm-hmm. So. And it goes even so far as to non-physical things. So he can basically recreate his condition after a two-night stay in a three-star uh, oil, uh, Jap- uh, a five-star Japanese inn. Uh, that's pretty crazy. Uh, to fucking heal yourself with the receipts, dude. Yo, when he did that, I was like, "Wow, <laughs> that is fucking creative." I and you seen Megumi like, "Damn, that whoa. yo, nah, that's like when you." <laughs> oh man, I can't even give an example because it's very specific to Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> to competitive play. Hey, go for it, dog. You have a, yo. All right, you know, for guys that play p- competitive Pokemon, man, when you're trying to wear down like a real, like a wall, like something like Blizzy, like Blissey or Skarmory, bro, you get that shit real low. Like you trying to get that killing blow on it, and you just miss out on the kill. Then you watch it just heal its health with recover or softball the roost, and you're just like, wow, all that fucking effort, you stupid. <laughs> Pink blah bitch. I'm talking about Blissey, by the way. She's the worst. Yeah. She's yeah. Anyway, yeah. That's that's what Reggie just did. <laughs> he just did that. He just blissied. Uh yeah, yo, it was just I like that. I like that. I like the max restore potion. For real. Yes, that's exact he used a full restore and it's like a sensu bean, basically. And he and and, and Megumi looked at him like, wow, like that is <laughs> That's annoying. It is. Yeah. It's mad because he's not. It's not like he's scared, but he's like, mm, "This just got way harder than it needed to be." Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, after some risk assessment, uh, Megumi actually decides to fucking yeah. run. <laughs> he summons Nue and he flies off. Uh, Reggie summons some drones because he got that shit off of Yo, Amazon. Oh, a few of them said, "Yeah, I don't know where the fuck you think you're going with that decrepit ass bird." Let me send <laughs> these drones, and then he fucking manifests a scooter. I was like, "Yo, this nigga's on fire right now!" Like, <laughs> I yo, love he's got everything he shit. needs. What? My God! Ever since we got into the culling game, I'm in a constant competition over which sorcerer I love more. Oh, it's <laughs> so good! Yeah, man, I like the joke guy a lot. But there's Hakaba, there's Higuruma, there's yeah. fucking Reggie now. There's exploding teeth, man. Even Die. he was pretty cool. <laughs> He's burning all these lit ass ideas on goons. What the fuck <laughs> is wrong with you? You know why? Because Gege Akutami is like, don't worry, I yo, have more. Yo, Ak- yo, Akutami. Yo, he's been waiting his whole life to make this series. Because what I've learned with like certain manga artists is that they have that dream series and it never really pans out. Yeah. Then they try a couple more times and they finally hit fire with that series. This one. He knew when he was eight years old or nine years old and he was drawing his bullshit in his fucking comic and his in his marble notebook or whatever fucking notebooks they use in Japan. He know he, he knew this was it. This he, was it. He said, My guy will have receipts and that will be his power. <laughs> he said like he was drawing guys with domain expansions and come on, man. Oh my god, you know he was fucking yeah, excited. This was his this was his child. Yeah. That's and I feel all the love and care that's put into this like comic. Oh, yeah, for I'm sure. I'm going to address that a little bit later, actually, too. Yeah, so Reggie 
scoots along on a scooter to a gymnasium where he follows Megami into. And he's like, did he flee in there or is he luring me in? Mm. I could burn him out, but I don't want I don't want another chase. Yo, he was. So check this out. Like he I guess he kind of lost track of him on the moped since he was in the sky. But he was able to watch where he was going via the fucking uh, drone, which I the guess, drums. you know, if you're not slow like me, you would understand that that's what drones are for anyway. Yeah. It, <laughs> It was a realization to me. I was like, oh, and he was, y'all, he's just on top of it. He was on top of him. Yeah, for real. Yo, he really had this nigga uh, um, sweating. Yeah. Um, Megumi. And Megumi is inside of a gymnasium, just like, good, it's spacious as I hoped. And that's when Reggie pulls up, and he's like, are you planning something, you foul brat? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... Yeah, he's like, uh, he's like, I bet you're plotting something too. He's like, who knows? A sorcerer is nothing but a con. Look, artist. look at the subtle. Did you yeah. notice the little the receipt finger? that he just went? Mm. Oh no, he didn't throw oh, the wait. receipt. He used the receipts already. That was him doing the command. Oh yeah, he was just like, which he explains a little bit later. On but I did want you to pay attention to that, like how subtle that was. Yeah, I didn't notice that. At oh, first. I, I, I really like that kind of stuff, man. Yeah, the series. second he does that, two fucking trucks come in. And just blast through the walls, and Megami's like, "Damn!" <laughs> oh man, I, I I let what that nigga said earlier kind of, you know, make me not pay attention. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he fight. he pulls a rush hour and hides underneath <laughs> the cars, uh, and uh, he just gets like some fucking pots. Fucking. This is when Megami starts <laughs> getting fucked up. <laughs> this is I ain't gonna lie, yo. I was just like, oh. <laughs> Yo, Megawee! This no. motherfucker pulled out some strats from fucking Home Alone. <laughs> Dog, he went full Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin on him. You're right. Yo, yeah. Son, nigga drops pots out the sky on him. Yeah. No. And that hurts. Yeah, it does hurt. I mean, he is bleeding from the end. It's cursed energy nigga at died, the end of the day. And so. it's boosted by... Cur- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, aside and the he point, just stabs him more. So, so yo, he he dodges one, but hit the other one hits on the head. Very realistic. <laughs> no, both of them hit him. Oh, they both hit him. Yeah, one on his slashed. one on his back and one on his head. Oh my god, poor guy. Then he has gonna get slashed for his troubles, and he's like, "Yeah, you think you're the only guy that can use combos? I didn't think about that. This is kind of like all right. He says it." Let, let me not get too off far yeah. ahead of myself. Uh, he throws a daikon at him. Like, he just pulls out a vegetable. Oh, but guess what? There's a knife right behind his shadow, like, shadow shuriken jutsu style. He's just tossed yeah. a fucking... <laughs> then he hits him with a... Hits him with a fucking kick like that. With his bare foot. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> he's been walking around like that all day. With the bare foot that he's been walking around on the street he with. He did use the spot not that long ago, That's though. That's true. So it could be... Worse. Hey, you're right. I'm assuming they have foot scrubs. Why is he barefoot? At the Starry Sky Japanese. He doesn't motel. have to be barefoot. Why is he completely naked underneath those receipts? I don't understand. But if you could rock any sneakers you want, if you manifest any sneaker you want at any time, how would you be able to decide what to put on your feet? That would I think that's a legitimate reason hey, for why talking he's about barefoot. cursed kicks. Damn. Yes. <laughs> you're right, man. Cursed kicks. Man. <laughs> You know, for a guy who's just like so strategic in which receipts he decided to just uh, toss out there, he's very indecisive about his footwear. I guess was that a pun? Cursed kicks. I think I messed that up. I think I, I think I misinterpreted that. But I, now it's a pun. <laughs> you said cursed kicks. I'm thinking you talking about the sneakers, but I think you meant the actual kick. <laughs> that was a pun. Unintentional, I, I don't know. guys. I don't know. It was. 
<laughs> Wait, is it still? It's not a pun if it's not intentional. It, it's the, that's it, what it's we call a, a bar. That's a bar. That is a bar. That's a bar. That was a bar. Well, double entendre. Yes. <laughs> and that's been that's a bar. <laughs> yeah. That's a oh, bar. Yeah. You that's ain't the only one, bar. Jay. Fuck yeah. out of here. We in Brooklyn too. <laughs> What do you call him? The mon- the 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 monster, the double entendre. He says something slick. He yeah, says that's something my like guy. that. Yeah, Jay Z's the best. Anyway. Yeah. So Megami's down bad. Uh, he's like, whoa. Uh, he's bleeding. He's on his knees, and um, uh, Reggie is like, give me your points, and I'll give you an easy death. And Megumi just ignores that completely and is like, bear techniques are difficult, and you already know <laughs> what time it is. <laughs> He said it's hard to place an artificial <laughs> environment over a real space of a different size for very long. He's like, no way. No way. <laughs> <laughs> this little nigga. Stop it. Yo, shut the nah. fuck up. No way. He says, I can use the space in this gym as a perfect fit for my domain. And Reggie's like, he can do that. Real quick, <laughs> real quick. I love the fact that that Reggie knew shit was over once he started monologuing to himself. <laughs> He said, oh, no. He said, no. Reggie was oh. like, oh, nah, he's monologuing. What did I get myself into? <laughs> oh, like, shit. Oh, nah. Cursed monologue. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, you know what time it is. The very next page, two-page spread. Megumi activating his domain expansion, Chimera Garden Shadow. Is this the first time that we've seen his domain in a while. expansion? Fully, fully. The last time he I did it, it wasn't ready. It was partial. Was it the? <laughs> was it when he that summoned trope? that fucking crazy ass uh, Shikigami? Yeah, the one that just fucking starts scrapping with everybody. Oh, yeah. that was his ability. Yep. Yeah, last time we saw this, it wasn't good for him. Yeah, it attacked him as well. But hopefully, he can. His power is not just summoning that thing. That's just one of the. And this is the activation part. Um, I forgot. It's been a long time since I've seen his Khmer sh- Garden Shadow. So damn, I gotta go back to check that shit. Oh yeah, but yeah, uh, it's it's looking real bad for Reggie. Um, I'm very into it. That's where the chapter ends. Big ass two page spread of his domain expansion. Yeah. Uh, RGC. Uh, I think RGC double time that shit. <laughs> and the only reason Brian didn't say this is the RGC. It's really good chapter, by the way. Really good chapter for the new listeners. This is our really good chapter of the, of the week. week. Yeah, we do that uh, for you know one of the five or four or three, depending on whatever you know. You know, our favorite chapter of the yeah, week. World Trigger is always the RGC unconditionally <laughs> though when it is part of the. I mean, I had to say that. So we don't say it. No, we just it's. Oh, in our hearts. It's one of the unwritten <laughs> rules in the... I forgot the line from Joe Dirt. Not anyway, what were you going to say about the chapter? Uh, me? Yeah. No. Well, yeah, oh. RGC, right? Oh, I got... Yeah, I had a few things I wanted to say. So, um, we crack jokes about it, about how over-detailed Jujutsu Kaisen can be sometimes. Um, mostly with the dialogue, you know what I'm saying? Like with the exposition and stuff, which I appreciate. And I'm also a little annoyed by sometimes um, when I feel like it's overdone. It's like, all right, bro, it's okay. (laughs) We get it. I'm not going to hurt you. But, um, man, something that what initially annoyed me, but I found, I refound an appreciation for in this chapter 
was the um, what I want to say is the detail that's put into like this no the the amount of yeah the amount of detail that's put into like the situational combat in Jujutsu Kaisen and by situational combat I guess I mean all of the outside factors that have to do with anything that's not directly related to the two fighters skills Let's use this chapter as an example, right? Because this was a very clear... You want to talk about a classic Jujutsu Kaisen chapter? This was it right here. We had two people who, even though Megumi didn't know what his cursed ability was, and he did find out eventually, which puts you at an inherent disadvantage, I still think Megumi is clearly the better fighter. He's more experienced. He can deal with cursed energy. I mean, he's like I said, he sussed out his ability really fast you know mm. um so on a one-on-one fight in a vacuum megami wins this you know what i'm saying but as we see in a lot of other fights um i'll bring up another detail in a second um there's so many factors that like i i guess like for like like their like their environment right i like how they were in an alley. Like, the first scene we get is just straight action. They're in an alley. He's got his elephant going after him in a tight, confined space. Really smart. But then he also goes for, like, that water move, which shows, you know, he's, like, he's thought, like, okay, I could probably catch him slipping. And then went above to the buildings to take advantage of him getting surprised if he wasn't, you know, done in by those moves or whatever. That is all something that you can't really, like, flesh out in a comic without that already being the case of, of 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 what you do it's like literally ingrained and even outside of well i don't want to say outside of combat but in every combat and action scene the, the these 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 external factors like they just add um like so much detail and honestly it makes the combat stand out like in this series more than anything else i've read mm-hmm. i mean there's other series i probably still like more and enjoyed their combat maybe a little bit more like world trigger or something like that but even world trigger is not as as unique you know what i gotta take that back because that's what the rank was all about actually mm-hmm. was using so I, I actually you know let me relax but i guess that's why i, I really appreciate it with jujutsu kaisen as well because it's they do that like in world um, trigger i also want to say uh you're right that in a vacuum megumi wins these 100 percent, and you're right that all these all these fights all these um all these set pieces are set up by situations like deck not deku megumi came into this fight already not 100% so that already like levels the playing field to an extent so it's like he's always setting things up perfectly for these amazing <laughs> fucking fight scenes like that's why his fight scenes are so good is yeah. because he knows how to properly set them all up I can't think of a shitty fight in in Jujutsu Kaisen because he sets all of them up to perfection. To perfection. Even if it's not super... Mem- like, I don't remember every single fight, but I feel like if we was to, like, look at highlights of the series, we would immediately be like, yo, remember when this, this, and that? Every fight is c- kind of... Is a monster. It is, like, its own situation. So I'm glad you brought up the the whole damage part because that was going to be my next major point, right? Now here's my thing, right? This is something that we see, I feel like, done a lot in other comics where, you know, characters, 
accumulate damage, for, you know, one way or another, you know. And it uh, doesn't really affect them, really. Either it won't affect them or they use that kind of as a, a, a gimmick to like, all right, this is this is what I thought, right? I feel like it's generally used as like a soft nerf to like characters, right? To kind of explain like why someone would lose that fight against someone they shouldn't or why it would be a closer fight. You know what I'm saying? I guess I, I can't, I probably could think of some examples off the top of my head, but I, I'm sure we can all remember moments. I mean, Dragon Ball Z is a lot like that just for something we've all read. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why the Sensual Beans is such a big deal. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? But if I'm if I'm relating it to to this manga, right? Um, Megumi had accumulated harm, like, like damage, right? And that in of itself wasn't enough for him to like be at a disadvantage against this guy through his seat. But it was then, after the fact that he was able to heal himself, Megumi had to think. That was in that window when they showed his eye, which I talked about a lot. I thought that was so slick. It was so subtle because that was him understanding, oh, this is a way different fight than I think it's going to (laughs) be. It's one thing with someone having flashy moves. It's just a matter of figuring out their rhythm and understanding how you could find some way to counter it or find the opening. He's got to, like, you know, he understood that I I need to, this is not going to work for me. Let me get out of here. And he does this all the time. In his comics, Look, even in the fight with Okotsu, with when 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 Okotsu pulled up on um Itadori, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this small scene when like Itadori was running, he jumps through like the yeah. car, but <laughs> yeah. grabs like a knife out yeah, of it, right? Yeah. I remember like kind of cracking a joke about <laughs> it, like, "Oh, well, what if the knife wasn't there?" And it's just like that's the point. It was there, and it's cool that he's adapting to that. And it's like if it was a one-off thing. That would be like, eh, whatever, who cares? But it's the fact that he consistently does that. I think that not only does these like small like these 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 details just again make it stand out more than any other series, like combat wise, aside from World Trigger. Um, it just it also adds to the rereadability of it. You know, I'll say the the replay value, like how we say in, mm-hmm. in the video games. Cause bro, like you can literally read the chapter three times. And pick up on stuff, even if it, even if even like even if it's stuff you've you seen everything in the pictures, just your thought process, like you know what, I didn't realize that these things led to you know led yeah. to that. Like it used to annoy me because I felt like he's creating these external things just for the sake of making it better. But that's I feel like that's unfair to to because that's his style. He's been doing it, and it generally makes for really interesting content. Mm-hmm. That's what I have to say. Yeah. No, for sure. I think uh, what sets Jujutsu Kaisen apart from a lot of manga we read is that uh, Akutami is extremely structured. And I think Jujutsu Kaisen and World Trigger are very similar. And that's why we really can't pick them apart because I feel like they share the same philosophy of very rigidly choreographed battle scenes. Mm. So, you know, like they're very, they have, both series have. Uh, strict rules by the, that they abide by. Uh, they have very like uh, structured like mechanics in their battles that they adhere to at every cost. Whereas, like say something like you know One Piece or Black Clover, which are a little more freewheeling because the power systems are more bombastic and more for show than you know like the granular details of every other uh, of Jujutsu Kaisen and World Trigger for the most part. And not one is not better than the other. Uh, it's just a preference that 
Josh and I have in particular where we could see these like very we we very much appreciate the thought and effort it goes to creating these like very stringent rules in terms of combat because there's you, you there's a lot of it's a lot like a high wire act where you have so many opportunities to write yourself into a corner intellectually when it comes to a battle scene uh but you know akutami has such a grip on like what his system is mm-hmm. that it never happens uh so it always feels like a magic trick you know what i mean <laughs> yeah almost whenever, yeah kind of yeah whenever you know a- ashihara or or akutami like pulls off a fight scene that's really good it's really because like damn you know you have to be fucking smart to build something like this and that's what it feels like is like you built this fight you know what i mean they've uh, got one heck of a editing team like author storyboard editing like their their group whatever that is they had that dynamic they are all solid yeah i, I mean that. you know it's it's a tightrope because the second you make a logical fallacy it feels weird yeah <laughs> you know so it's it's you know for to keep it going for 170 chapters and not have us be like hmm that's a pretty big accomplishment i think let me let me ask you guys a question if it were Itadori in this fight, would it be as high stakes as it is? Um, what do you? Because if you if you if put, it was Itadori instead of Megumi versus Reggie, would the stakes be higher? Because look, no, would the stakes be lower? Because I just now realized that there's a very very clear difference between a Megumi fight and an Itadori fight. Almost every Megumi fight is a game of wits and a game of, like, dire circumstance. But when it comes to Itadori, he his body is just so naturally enduring yeah. and highly athletic that he could go on all day. Like, you, like yeah. if that moment where Reggie, like, refreshes himself, that doesn't happen. Like, that moment doesn't have as much impact if it's Itadori fighting him. Because mm-hmm. Itadori would just be like, Well, okay, I'm a tank anyway. I'll, yeah, I'll said, just... You see, you, this damage is just is just visual. Yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> this is aesthetic yeah. damage. Like, like yeah, that, aesthetic there's, damage. There, there's, no, there's no switch in Itadori's head that happens like Megumi. And that's why I'm like, it's so... That's why this series needs a Megumi. Like as a secondary anti- uh, as a secondary protagonist, sure, just sure. to like, I like that. show it is like a that, dynamic. Like yeah. that's what makes this series so fucking good, and this chapter specifically so good, is because we just went from Itadori's fight where like he's literally just fucking getting hammered, literally hammered over the fucking head, and this guy's like this motherfucker's just shaking it off, what right? Like yeah, I see all the blood coming out of him. He's not really <laughs> shaking it off, but I guess he's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but in Megumi's fight, he's taking this damage. He's he's all of it counts. He's been scrapping, and it's to- taking its toll. And he has to resort to these like big plays and like out outsmarting moves. Like he's it it almost adds to his whole animal like Shikigami summoning thing, where it's like an animal being hunted or like a hunter or somebody who's like That's you know really trapping. interesting. Like, this just adds more to Megumi, and it makes me really like him 
more. Like, I want to see him fight more. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. So much more respect has been put on his name by me. I think the big In the most recent chapters. And that's because he's a character that's uh, that's allowed to struggle. You know what I mean? I think the difference between the two is that, like, Megumi is much more aware about the system, so to speak, than Itadori is. He's got way more experience as a sorcerer. He Good knows point. what to look for. He's He is playing a battle of wits because, in theory, that's what these uh, battles are in this series. Itadori is a very special case in which he could just bulldoze through these rules for the most part. Uh, but yeah, I, the, Itadori, uh, Megami has just been a sorcerer longer and he knows that the real fight is how how well can you understand the opponent's technique and how can you use it against them mm. in one way or another. Whereas Itadori is just... It, how can I find a way to break through? Yeah, how do I just like, break through? But there's still a lot of... I feel like the 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 the, the 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 I don't know what's the word the smart fighting smart combat is still there. It just takes a different form, yeah. in my opinion. Like, yeah. um, well, don't get me wrong, Itadori yeah. during his fight with Higuruma, he was thinking it through. Right, he was like, okay, so what's his domain? What's the rules? Can I attack him? He try it's trial and error. You're in someone's domain. What can you accomplish? Yeah. And How about once you learn the rules? Now you just have to play by them the best you can and, and just try to make it out. It's lucky that Itadori is somewhat of a bad matchup for Higuruma because he could just tank a lot of the Judgment's attacks. Anyway, yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't know if Megami would have been able to do the same if he was stuck in a situation where he couldn't summon his Shikigami. I feel like he would be more. he would be quicker on the uptake, though, than... He probably wouldn't have just walked in there all willy-nilly and get caught up in someone's well, curse I feel technique like he to would, begin yeah. with. I feel like but, he would yeah. figure it out way faster. But that's that's the thing is that there's a di- that's the difference between the two. Yeah. Like one is like cold and calculating, and the other is like he's more he he like not to say Itadori's an idiot. Of course, he's he still has some combat smarts and shit, right? But he appeals more to the emotional side of his skills mm-hmm. than than uh, than Megumi's like thought thought more thought provoking or like more survival oriented he is because Megumi can't tank shit like Itadori so yeah. he has to survive that's his main goal F- for sure um I actually lost my train of thought of what I was yeah. going to say but um yeah I Jujutsu Kaisen's the best oh yeah such a such I'll a save more thoughts series. for another chapter. Um, but I guess we should move on where Jujutsu Kaisen is great. If you're not reading it, you're missing out. Get on yeah, it. Yeah, guys, get on it. It's not that long either. Yeah. It's not that far along yet. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. The runner-up chapter. <laughs> Let's move onward. Black Clover. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I forgot. I'm not announcing it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I was, that, uh, was, that was kind of trippy, actually. Sorry. Black Clover. Thank you, Brian. He said, I got an attitude. I'm sorry. I'm mad. Oh, no. Oh, I'm me? not. Oh, that's you. Yeah. Oh, this is the name of this chapter. Oh, my God. This is Black Clover chapter 318 in the presence of a devil king. Uh, last we left off, Lucifero pulls up. Uh, he enters the battle. I wish we had like a Smash Brothers sound effect where Lucifero joins the battle. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and he just pulls up right next to Asta. Uh, we have uh, Lieb down there just like looking upon his king. <laughs> just yeah. like, oh, shit. 
<laughs> yeah, he's like, Lucifero, do you remember me? And Lucifer, he, he yells. He looks at him. At least he acknowledges yeah. that someone spoke to him. Yeah. That's more than I was expecting, honestly. Yeah. He remember. He says, you're the one who killed Lucita. And this man looks down mad. He's like so not like angry like how dare you he's just like has a fucking attitude like you know when you try to talk to a girl and she's not trying to hear it like she dubs your shit like like yeah like no i'm good you know like yeah it was kind of like that like a yo who why are you talking to me right now what why the fuck would i even mm, get get down yeah yeah (laughs) unforgivable Scum that doesn't even have a shred, a single shred of magic. Yeah, he gravities them beneath down. me. Yeah, it's not good. Uh, Asta's down on the ground, um, and Lieb tells Asta that he wants to take this guy down no matter what it takes. And Asta's like, bet. He tr- does his devil union. Uh, <laughs> I guess Noct is hiding in his dumb armor thing. I have no respect for Noct. <laughs> uh, but Asta brings down his sword. I guess Lucifero disappears, uh, and Asta follows him. He turns into this cloud thing. I'm not really sure. Wait, wait, wait. What'd you say about Knock? Where you see him at? Knocked here. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. What is he doing? He's in his armor mode because he's scared. <laughs> yeah, basically. That's that's what's happening. All right, whatever. Yeah. So right. I guess Lucifero. T- it's not really clear i guess he turns into this cloud thing and he runs away asta chases him uh oh yeah it's not clear what happens maybe he was about to teleport away i think the point is asta pulled up to that nigga for the slash and he just stopped the sword yeah um (laughs) yeah i know this other demon guy i don't think we've met uh, is just narrating this. He was in the chapter before. Remember, he just popped up out of nowhere. Yeah, and no, like, I know what him. What are you guys celebrating for? Uh, yeah, no, I remember him. I just yeah. don't know who he is. We don't have any context to who this person is. But, yeah. you know, they're very uh, pretentious. Yeah. No, they're not pretentious. Yeah, he's like, meh. It could be worse. You're wasting your time. Yeah. This of- is our king. He's very strong, and you are but an ant. Uh, but an ant. <laughs> uh, so Asta comes down, tries to chop Lucifero with his sword. Lucifero just catches that shit. Oh, check this out. So <laughs> I guess, <laughs> at first I thought that he did it on purpose. That he was like, like, like nid the mark to himself on purpose. But it, I guess it was just something that happened. I think he did. Look. He ta- okay, so he catches the blade. Oh, yeah, then, he did. And then Lucifero oh. takes his other hand, scrapes it against the sword, starts bleeding. The sharp part. And has the nerve to get angry at Asta for this tiny cut that he did to himself. How dare you, you garbage. <laughs> <laughs> he called him garbage. Suck my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Perfectly placed nah, drop, right? Ah, man. <laughs> And then he doesn't do no cool devil power thing. He straight punches that nigga in his face. Yeah. He first of all he looks at him. Uh, what was the term you used earlier? When we, <laughs> oh, oh, he was uh 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 hella chagrined. Because he's not like he's not angry. He's not like 
it's like a mix between disappointment and like disgust, just pure like yeah, like hmm. you're wasting my time. Yeah, I am a king. Exactly. I had to cut myself on your own blade. It's like he was interested. Like, what is this thing even trying to swing at me? Oh, ow! Uh, How dare you do what? this to me? Yeah. Gaslighting at every turn. <laughs> and then he rocks the shit out of Asta. Well, rocks he- his world, yo. <laughs> this is the hardest I've seen Asta get hit in a go long back. time. Yeah, go back. Yeah, go back. Shout out to Inevitably Dope too, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, sends him flying uh, to a whole different scene altogether. Um, which lady, I forget her name, is trying to heal Rouge, her cat. Her She's like, Rouge, please save us. And, 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 uh, Man, this was a sad use sight. Use your plot hole bullshit armor. Yeah, this was a sad sight because it looks like this cat's skull is caved in. I didn't love that. Oh, no, no, no. That's just the... Uh, <laughs> I know. It's the it's threads. The, yeah, the threads. But the it's, way it's drawn, it's yeah, like, kinda damn, does. dude. Yeah. He's all right, though. He's fine. He can't really be damaged. He just gets used up and then revives. Yes. Yeah, she's sensing like Yami's energy getting weaker, and that's when Asta crash lands uh, a few feet away from them. Um, so, yeah, everybody is just being pressed down by Lucifero's gravity on its own. Uh, and Asta's struggling to get up, even in his union form. Yeah. Uh, but then he hears a voice from the distance say, one little boy is working real hard over there. Yeah, he is. <laughs> and we get a two-page spread of uh, a bunch of the captains uh, of the Clover Kingdom pulling up. There's Mary Leona. There's, I think this is Sil- uh, Nozelle, um, Fuego Leon, uh, Rill. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget this girl's Sleepy name. Sleepy Lady? Sleepy Lady. <laughs> Jack. <laughs> Jack the Ripper. Jack the Ripper. And Charlotte. And they all pull up and they're like, time for us to lose to Lucifero. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's so sad. But it's still cool. This is one of the coolest two-page spreads. I, I will, mean, they yeah. all look awesome. They all I do, look awesome. I agree. Every this is a dope them. two-page spread. Even Asta. They're going to lose. Uh, yes. They're probably going to do something cool to Lucifero, and Lucifero's like, ouch. Ooh. Now, how are your gravity, well, Smash? Stop with the silliness. <laughs> yeah. With this, with the extracurriculars. Yeah. I don't know. Stop. <laughs> stop delaying the end of this series and defeat me already. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, I wonder if he's going to have some personal beef with Jack since he kind of fought funny. his death. Oh, yeah. you're right. He's like, oh, you was the cutty guy. I thought you was doing something. You're actually right. He <laughs> actually, Jack technically fought Lucifero when he was uh, possessed by, uh, he possessed Dante. Man. Imagine that's the whole reason he manifested oh halfway in. Anyway, he said, I like, gotta find oh, him. Oh, you, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, Number one. Ooh, I got something special for you, Jack. <laughs> You'll turn, it's compress him into a marble. <laughs> <laughs> Very sharp marble. Swords and all, just. <laughs> just it's, you know, it's gonna be perfectly round with no edges, but still sharp. <laughs> <laughs> just the mana gonna is gonna drop cut it you. on shit, it's gonna just. Pass through things. Yeah, <laughs> for real. Oh my god! Like a coin in a coin. Dropping him in a coin but slot. No edge. Just <laughs> it just falls forever. No. <laughs> it's like a glitch in Mario sixty four. He fall through the void. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So that's the end of the chapter. This chapter was only fifteen pages. Yeah, but see, that was fun. <laughs> 
<laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. It is it is fun, but only really because it's very shonen and it's very fun to take the piss out of a, a very shonen series. But yeah, I did enjoy. Fair this, enough. Fair enough. I did enjoy genuinely this chapter uh, for all the tropes that are for the inevitable ass whooping these I captains like the are the devil guy. Take. I think he's got a different kind of swag. Lucifero is the man. Uh, I love him. I'm I'm not gonna lie. That shit was pretty fucking cold. When he got that little baby ass fucking cut, that he, he got, got so mad <laughs> that yeah. he did to himself. <laughs> that was so fucking cold. I haven't seen a villain do something so fucking sick, so fucking petty, was so fucking cool at the same time in a the long disrespect. time. The disrespect. Because he just knocked him away. It wasn't about ending him or killing him. It was just... Oh, out of my way! Out of my, out of my, just my don't look domain and thinking, and just out of get out of. I need you my out of space. my jurisdiction. Yeah, it, yeah, that's what it was. And it's I need you alive to in. feel the pain of the lesson I just taught you. Like you know how you swat away a fly, and then if you don't see it anymore, it just isn't it's real anymore. It. It's not a thing. It just doesn't exist. I just no love more. how his face, his face just like crinkles up like he fucking ate something sour. Like, he just ate a whole ass fucking lemon. Yeah. That's what it looked yeah. like. Yeah, remember Gucci Mane was like, sour apple, what he said? Sour apple, lemon, bitches, I'm not fucking with them. Something like that. <laughs> He's the manifestation of that. He went, for real, bro? No, he said, oh, he actually said sour apple ghetto bitches, which I don't want to say that because <laughs> ain't nothing wrong with ghetto girls. Nothing. Some are real sweet. Some got attitude. They're all awesome. <laughs> Not Lucifero, though. No, no, no. He's got too much of an attitude. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. Um, I mean, mm-mm. Black Clover, it's a barrel of fun. <laughs> it's a barrel of fun. Depending on how you read it. I, I am just enjoying Black Clover for what it is right now. And, you know, what can we say we haven't? Because a lot of the Can't chapters have been very similar in that way. You're welcome. Thanks, Brian. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Um, But I suppose we should uh, move onward, yeah? Hey, it's okay. Yes. It's then okay. let's go. You're welcome. Undead, unloved. I almost did it again, <laughs> but I stopped myself. Get fucked. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Fuck uh, this is Undead Unluck, Chapter 93, The Song of Spring. We're seven chapters removed from a Chapter 100. Congratulations, I guess. I really uh, hope they make it to 100, oh, man. Oh, man. Come on, dude. I mean, please, yeah. guys, let them rock. It's- yeah, <laughs> leave them alone. <laughs> please, just let them use your resources for real. Continue. What's it hurting? What's it hurting? Yeah, is it really putting a dent? It's a fine. Series. You think they're rushing him? Oh yeah, they've done it before. Multiple uh, for points. Sure. It's it's a bummer, but early, it's- middle, end, fake end, kind of <laughs> end now. Kinda like end now. yeah, it's a, somewhat. Know. I guess the very next stage is God Himself. I mean, Fang. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, Fang. The Fang fight could have been the final fight. Man, I, I think he saved himself about. there. I he, oh, yeah, yeah, he doesn't read them. Dead read. I only yeah. read top chapters. Sorry, which you wouldn't know. No. Oh, you mean the only one? <laughs> Damn, Brian! Give me a list of every top chapter, and I'll read That's it. Probably <laughs> the only real one. So you know. Anyway, start to the chapter. Last we left off, the combined efforts of the Union and Undergangs uh, cut Spring open. I almost dropped that. Mm. Cut Catch. Spring open. And uh, allowing Fuko to go inside and play uh, this dice game with the uh, spring head proper, the in-training uh, level spring. Uh, 
And meanwhile, on the outside, uh, Andy is just like, who wants to drink? And he uses his uh, technique, his like sword technique to cut like a bunch of uh, like a tree down and so that Unbreakable can make sake cups out of it. <laughs> Yo, and- that was real extra. Yeah. But I mean, I don't know. I guess he turned all the silverware and dishes and stuff into cherry blossoms i don't know man (laughs) he did some shit it was real extra very cultural and i'm here for it yeah so you know they make sake cups rip is just like what the fuck you guys talking about they're about to turn us into cherry trees and he's like it's okay we can drink uh yeah he's like yeah that's yeah exactly so you want to turn into a cherry tree and not be lit yeah the fuck that's That's the the best that's the alternative you want to (laughs) be you don't want to be a lit cherry tree bro you're wasting your time, my time, everyone's time. Ain't no way I ain't smoking a blunt before I get turned into a fucking cherry blossom tree forever. Forever? What if you forever? Ever? Yeah, forever? Because ever? that might be a, it. Might be the situation where I could stay high as a cherry blossom tree forever, mm. and that's better than than just being a standard cherry that's blossom funny. tree. As I would imagine, that's an interesting thought. Will you stay drunk or high as a cherry tree if you drink or smoke Prior. yourself? To inebriation prior to turning into a tree. I'm pretty sure I'd have to ask um, Yoshifumi Tozuka. <laughs> I think he knows. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Anyway, Andy just... Uh, not Andy. Fugo is just pulling Spring out. I didn't even know that that's where this was going. I thought they were going to play inside of this giant Spring thing. But yeah, she yanks uh, in training Spring out and... Uh, and jump and throws herself into Andy's arms, uh, and Spring's like, "What's going on here?" And he's like, "And uh, all of the members of Union and Under lift their sake cups and take a drink uh, to celebrate the uh, the spring viewing that's about to happen." Um, so you know whether they win or lose, they're preparing for the cherry blossoms to come. Uh, win or lose, we're gonna be lit. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be drunk. <laughs> drunk. We're gonna drink yeah. through your entire last game. And you know what, Spring? <laughs> You're going to drink, too. So they stuff sake down Spring's tiny f- head. I don't even know where it goes. Yeah, beyond peer pressure. I mean, that's... <laughs> that's just bad friends. <laughs> <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. No, please. I've been sober for 400 for years. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, Spring is actually pretty lit. He's very happy. He's like, whoa, I'm fucked up, bro. <laughs> Uh, everyone's getting fucked up and the game begins. Um, so, you know, they're about to like roll the dice, uh, and, uh, they, they talk about how, uh, Andy is, is half a tree by now and is <laughs> talking about, <laughs> he's talking about how simply living out your days <laughs> isn't necessarily the best. He looks like Groot. Oh my yeah. God. Uh, he's and he's a- so cash about it too. Yeah, he's like living towards an event- a good and eventual end is what life is all about. Uh, Spring wanted people to love him so much, and now with your unluck, your love, you could help him die. That actually hit me pretty deep, man. Living toward a good and eventual end yeah. is what life's all about. It's so sobering. Yeah. To I don't know. I don't want to get super existential, guys, but man, sometimes I think about death. Not like suicide or nothing like that, but just like, damn, what is death? 
Well, Spring's about to find out. <laughs> yeah, he's about to find out, man. And it's, you know, I guess we don't mean not know what it is or what, what what happens at that point, but we can try our best to make the best of it until then. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, Spring wants this. Spring is like, yes, please. Oh, he's been begging for death since the beginning. <laughs> please kill me. God. Can I just die already? <laughs> please. Come on, Fuko. Yeah. Uh, they already know. It's pretty automatic that Spring is going to die at this point because... Uh, Fuko has reached the point of love for Spring that the unluck that she gives to Spring will be pretty fatal. So I mean, it overpowers the luck that he has. Because remember, mm-hmm. that is, uh, you know, that's kind of like the dynamic going here. Yeah. It's like and why she had to get to a certain point first. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, they call their dice. And at the end of the day, uh, Fuko wins. And uh, Spring is like, ah, Ishin, today seems to be that day. So it's even... And he starts to fade away, sad style, where he's like, thank you for the good unluck, Lady Fuko. Um, and as he's fading away, that's when Ishin pulls up. And they actually have a conversation that they didn't get to have before, where Spring is like, I am sorry, but I, mu- I must say that I am the one who killed your great ancestor. I am sure you detest everything to do with Spring. And uh, Ishin sa- uh, says, on the contrary, is like, no, I love Spring. The unbreakable teachings that were acquired in spring have been passed over the course of 150 years. So, you know, because of you, I am who I am and my family became who they were uh, and accomplished the things they did. Right. So, you know, Ishin is the name we carry as blacksmiths. But for the na- but as for the names we carry f- as people from birth, we add a certain character to them. And um, he says that my other name is Haruka Yamaoka. Haruka. The, the song of spring so i think the character that they always add is um is the character for spring just spring yeah yeah in their name so and th- this like warms uh spring's dying little heart mm. as he's fading away he's like ah so i see i shall end things with one last recital and we get a two-page spread of spring finally fading away with a uh with a poem uh and uh, it's very sad. Uh, warmth and kindness have ushered in a change in this set of rules that I shall perish will pride, cherish with pride, for I am sp- the spring itself. Very sad. And that's where the <laughs> ushered in the change. That is, yeah. Is spring the season of change? I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, in I think Japanese it's uh, culture, seen yeah. as like a coming of age season. Uh, and I. Whatnot. You know what happened? You know why I almost denied that for a second? Um, literally because of Avatar. Um, check this out. So when you remember the 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 one of my favorite scenes is when Iroh is breaking down the elements. To Zuko. Oh, that's one of my favorite it's scenes so of all time. Awesome. And I wish they did a little bit more of that. But um, he he when he talks about water, he says initially that water is the element of change, which made total sense because of the different states of matter it could be in and plus how it reflected the culture. Right, right, right. But water, the element of water, its season is supposed to be winter. So I guess I was just like, oh, well, that wouldn't make sense, right? Change in spring. But no, it's though, first of all, that's two different One's Avatar, which is based a lot on, I think, mostly like Chinese um, folklore, Mm -hmm. more so than strict, you know, Japanese, although they take inspiration from many different like Asian cultures and, you know, even African. Mm -hmm. Um, Did I finish my thought? 
<laughs> no, you were what ta- the fuck was I saying? <laughs> you were talking about uh, tired, guys. Spring, is, the spring being the change thing. No, that's it. I guess I, that was it. Like I, I, I was like, yeah, it is. Spring is the season for change, even though water is the element of change as well. Yeah. Um, Winter is not the season of change. It's the season of brick. <laughs> of brick. Of layer to fuck up. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yo ass gonna be shivering. Yeah. Um, that was Undead Unluck. I like this chapter a lot. This arc, I feel like this arc was definitely supposed to be a little bit more to it. You could definitely feel like where, like after Top's fight and uh, Top and Chikara fight, they basically fast forwarded to this final confrontation with Spring because what we were supposed to get were like individual battles with the uh, members of Under and we only got one. So I feel like, and I've noticed that Undead Unluck has been ranking particularly low uh as of late so i'm i'm wondering if that had an effect on um on the writer of this series i'm sorry i'm uh blanking on his name uh tozuka's uh tozuka's like pacing for the story so uh i mean it's unfortunate but you know what at the same time he still like made it work he delivered a really touching story there is a there is a beauty to spring uh, and a very much of a depth that we had here than we did with the other seasons that they faced up to this point. Uh, so I, I very much appreciate the time and what it really means for Foucault. Yeah. In I, general. Yeah. Um, you know. But because uh, her whole arc is about like her negation is the strongest like the more you love someone. So the more you, she loves somebody, the stronger strokes of unluck that she de- delivers upon them. So, you know, it, it's all her coming to terms with that and being able to use that for a positive gain and not being afraid of it as she was at the start of the series where she was about to kill herself. Yeah, uh, because of the despair over her quirk, you know? I mean, well, I mean... Um, of neg- her what now? Negation. Of her negation. Of her what now? Yeah, shut up, Brian. But, yeah, I mean, that's all I got to say. I try to think really hard about if that was a metaphor for something or if it was like maybe there's like between the love and unluck, like maybe there was something trying to be said there. And I feel like whatever it is, it's not as complicated as as complex as maybe I might make it try to seem. I think it's simple along the lines of like, you know, bad shit happens to the people you care about, but you shouldn't let that from stopping you to care about people. Well, when you think about it, like the uh, outside the, the, on the surface, every like really backfire in terms of the negations has been a direct result of God interfering. Like you see it with Top. <laughs> and, that yes. sounds so funny. It is. Yeah, God is the main. <laughs> God himself is the main antagonist of this series, guys. Uh, so he's the main. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I mean, that's what they call him. Uh, so you know, God has an uh, an ability to come down and interfere with negations and rules. That's what he did with Spring here. So on the surface, that's what it is. Uh, and I'm wondering when they meet him and when they fight him, what the fucking... I feel like that's when the significance will be revealed, obviously. But right. As it stands now, uh, it's a direct like mechanic of the conflict that it's all God's doing. <laughs> you know, all, why has God forgave? <laughs> why has God forsaken us? <laughs> um, but... Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's it for me on, in terms of Undead Unluck. Uh, I'm wondering where it's going to go next because 
it, I, I can't see Undead Unluck going another long arc outside of the final one right, where they right. finally face God. Uh, so we may be losing Undead Unluck in the next few months. Uh, we may be losing Black Clover in the next few months. Yeah. Hey. This year may be a big change for our lineup on a lot of levels. We may be losing My Hero in this year wow. at some point. Um, we got so, a couple of uh, potential up and comers. I mean, always, you know. F- yeah, I guess that's the beauty. Like Duran, of Duran, 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 <laughs> Duran, Duran. <laughs> I'm never gonna say the name of that. Series Doran, 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 Doran. I've been Doran. keeping an eye on it, but and, we'll uh, see. If Mashal, we'll get to is, it when we get to it. If Mashal isn't just a complete gag manga at this point, then I would. Hey, we'll have three spots to fill. We'll figure it and out. We won't we'll have to be. Feel picky, but that's not. Yeah, the point you're right. We won't have to be too picky. But that's not the point of what I wanted to say. Is I'm just worried that like Undead Unluck doesn't have much to go, and uh, I hope it sticks around. I hope they just fucking give him a shot. Jesus Christ, <laughs> give the man a shot. Who cares? Right. But yeah, that's all I got to say about Undead Unluck. Do you uh, do you have any more closing thoughts? No. All right, then let's wrap this bitch. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to our 150th. I hope it was as good as the other 149. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out. Next week, there will be no jump. So uh, we might be talking about some other stuff. Like solo leveling has ended recently. Maybe we'll yeah. talk about that a little bit next week. Uh, among other things, if you guys have any suggestions for things to for us to talk about, please let us know. I might reread the series just for uh, for a retrospective on it. Yeah, I got to finish all together. <laughs> so, um, in any case, uh, yeah, we'll figure it out. But uh, in, uh, you can find me at the Chris Espinall, Josh at JD Cole underscore thirty seven on Instagram at NY Chillin on Twitter, uh, BrianEbby.esp on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, follow Brian's Twitch stream at twitch.tv slash it's punchline. Uh, email us at newjumpcitypod at gmail.com with any questions, suggestions, anything you guys want us to talk about, or you can comment on whatever thing that you're watching right now on YouTube, whether it's our full episode or the little highlight breakouts we make for every series. Uh, subscribe to us. I always get tripped up there. <laughs> so... Please remember to subscribe. Imagine commanding people to subscribe. I always feel he said, weird. please. I please subscribe. I please command you to subscribe. <laughs> can you uh can you politely command someone? Uh, yeah, leave a comment. Tell us what's your favorite series that you're reading right now. It doesn't have to be something we're covering. Definitely. Um, just drop a name. Oh, we do have kind of an ambitious thing that we're gonna want to do at the end of this year. Uh, the Jumpy Awards, where. La- mm. We did a year in review last year because it was kind of like impromptu. But at the end of the year, we'd like to go back and just kind of like do a best series of uh, best series award, best two page spread, best character, all that stuff. Whatever, whatever. If you guys have any ideas for categories, uh, please let us know. Or and a way for us to facilitate a people's choice, if we may. But um, more more on that when we get to it. Uh, subscribe to us there. If you like audio podcasts, we're on every audio pl- platform ever. I don't think we mentioned that at the start, but every episode we've ever done is on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, and I think that's it. Without further ado, stay safe, New Jump citizens. Peace out.